The EduTech guys present a conversation from our live coverage of FETC in Orlando, Florida on Wednesday, January 24th, 2018. Enjoy the program. Happy Hi. to be here. Uh, I'm, my name is Kindy Segovia. I am from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Just, just a little trek down just south. Just a little trek. Yeah. Happy to be here. It's I was a just little say chilly there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything above 40 is kind of good, right? It's good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. People are going to complain that it's cold. If it's 68, I think that's fabulous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing, we, you know, we're from Arkansas. So, oh, you know, yeah. there were this morning people were, you know, had to go in down coats and we were like, short sleeve. This no, is yeah, that's yeah. right. We're good to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, tell us about uh, what you're doing here at Fetzi. All right. So I work for an intermediate school district in Grand Rapids, mm -hmm. a county based support for 20 plus dis districts in my area. And I am an assistive technology oh. uh, coordinator, supervisor, supporting assistive technology implementation across our buildings. Oh, cool. Awesome. So I came to FETSI because I have been to other both assistive technology conferences mm -hmm. and instructional ed tech conferences. And I really believe strongly that our assistive tech or AT supports need to be embedded in general education. Mm -hmm. Our instructional and ed tech folks need to understand what they are, why they're important, why we're required to provide them by law in some cases, and play in the sandbox together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting to me that the conversation, um, you know, even not so long ago, was was kind of that that separation of uh, here's the, here's assistive technology that we have access to, and if and when students need it, then we figure out how to implement it. Or really, a lot of places, it's the opposite. Now all of a sudden, we have a student. How do we implement this? Absolutely. And there's been this. I don't know if it's a shift. I don't know if it's a if it's a, if it's in evolution or where you know even even the concept of assistive technology kind of moving into universal technology where it's it doesn't matter if it's quote unquote assistive or not right. it's the technology that anyone can use anytime anywhere it's it's excessive a access is not excessive yes. excessive <laughs> technology not necessarily or, or as kind of the evolution of assistive technology yes absolutely yeah. and it's been fun to watch that over the years that i've been in assistive technology mm -hmm. as some of the tech tools are more embedded in our buildings and in our classroom it be just becomes a part of what everybody has the ability to use and access yeah. um, if if i'm a teacher then I'm much more inclined to learn how to integrate a tool that's good for all my kids right. instead of a tool that's good for only one or two. A lot more bang for my buck. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So one of the sessions I know that you're doing is, uh, is your digital content accessible? Right. And it's, it's interesting. A lot of people hear accessibility and they think we're talking about in technology, they think we're talking about devices. Right. And they, they forget that we're talking about the entire gamut. We're talking about, especially as, can they read it? Is it accessible? Is it, you know, can you discuss that a minute? Sure. Give our, our listeners a little idea on that. Right. So from two perspectives, uh, one perspective is the law says we have to. Mm -hmm. uh, so digital content, whether it's a website or a document or a PDF, uh, doesn't matter, a video, an image, by law, if we are a public funded institution, K through 12, higher ed, uh, we are required to make that material accessible before we publish it online. Mm -hmm. We are not very good at 
following all of the laws until someone makes us. So there happens to be an initiative that's been happening across the country over the last couple of years to uh, work through the Office of Civil Rights to make sure that we're all doing that. But the flip side is we should be doing it anyway. Uh, It makes it uh, more accessible to more people all the time. Working in a school, I know that my community needs accessibility. I have people in my community, in my parent groups, uh, in my uh, community collaborators that may have barriers I'm not even aware of. Mm -hmm. I certainly have students who have barriers that I'm not aware of all the time. And so we are really working hard to make our teachers aware of what does accessibility look like? What does a document or a website need to do in order for people to access it? So whether I'm blind or I have a hearing impairment or I'm just a struggling reader, maybe English is not my first language, Mm. um, all of those reasons are are reasons that we might want to make something accessible. And there's some really simple ways to make that happen. And the second piece of that is we are educating students to create digital content. Mm -hmm. Are we teaching our students what accessibility looks like right. so that when they go out to the world after they leave us, they know how to make material for their employer, mm-hmm. for their educational institution, for their college class? Do they know how to make that accessible as well? Well, that's yeah. great. I, I never thought of the equitable part. I really, that, that's mm-hmm. a great point that, you know, that escapes us. You know, right. we, we do our best to keep the websites updated and make sure that it's all, uh, uh, you know, accessible but teaching the students to be those you know, good stewards right. and turn around and do the same thing. That's, right. that's a great point. Um, I guess that's one of my interesting things that I wanted to ask you about is that don't you believe we're at the point now that every district needs an assistive technology person? I, it, it's a full-time job, isn't right. it? Right, it is a full-time job. Um, I, I do believe that. Uh, I do think we, we don't need to focus highly on in what we would call an expert model. Uh-huh. Uh, same with our instructional and ed tech uh, folks that we work with. We don't want them to be the only ones who know what the tools are and how to implement them. Mm-hmm. But we certainly need someone who understands the law, mm-hmm. understands <laughs> how assistive technology can both benefit and what's required, how it might look different from general education ed tech tools, and how to implement. That's the key practice. So I know in my role, a large part of my role is coaching my teachers in my buildings what those tools are, Mm -hmm. what solutions there can be, what we're required to provide, and then how to do that. Awesome. Um, Go ahead. I was just saying, so you you had mentioned, you know, there's some very simple things that folks can do to implement assistive technology. So give us give us one or two. We don't want to steal all the thunder, right? (laughs) We we want people to come to your session. So, you know, but... (laughs) So one of the, there's two really common tools that have become kind of mainstream for all of us to access these days. And one of them is uh, text-to-speech or read-aloud tools on all of our devices. Sure. So we know that we can make stuff talk out loud. Mm -hmm. But in order for it to talk out loud, the computer needs to recognize that there's text there. Right. Uh, So if I pull up an image of a document, which is a PDF essentially, and I haven't allowed the accessibility features or built in those accessibility features, my computer or my phone or my iPad only finds a picture. Right. So making sure that we are building that text into the background so that that text reader that you and I can use, um, especially as maybe we age mm-hmm. and you know 
vision becomes an issue. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> There's no we're, gray hair here. Uh, yeah. so we're, we're all sitting here wearing glasses. <laughs> throw that out there. Yes. Um, so teaching teachers what what does a document or what does a website need to, to look like in order for a text reader to, to be able to read it, mm -hmm. uh, as well as simple things like, which we're seeing even in our Google tools, uh, YouTube is a really good example mm -hmm. of access to something like closed captioning. Right. Videos need to be closed captioned. Uh, YouTube allows us to embed automatic closed captioning. We can use that for some things. Mm -hmm. Good to test it and edit it. It's not always accurate. Uh, so what are the features I can use to customize that? That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. That's so great. besides what you're doing here, what are you looking forward to from this Fetsy? Uh, so I'm coming to learn, uh, of course, as everybody, new strategies that I can use back in my mm -hmm. buildings with my teachers. I know that uh, one of the places I will spend a significant amount of time is the vendor hall mm -hmm. because our the exhibitors that come to a conference like this have great new tools that I might have no other exposure to that can benefit my kids, yes. uh, my students, my teachers. I know that everybody from Google to Apple to Microsoft are building in increasing accessibility into mm -hmm. their tools. Hard to stay on top of that. I love to have them share that with me. Yeah. And then the, the other thing that I really love is networking with other people across the country. Yeah. People that I now will be connected to on social media and you know other platforms that I can learn from going forward. Exactly. Right. Well, yeah. and, but that's exactly how we feel. So, see, you're you're now a point of reference for us that we can always awesome. Yeah, because you're now a friend of the Edutech guys. Yeah, <laughs> I am a friend of the Edutech guys. Whether you want to be or not. Eh? <laughs> of course. So I when do. you start getting calls from other states, the Edutech guys said to give they you a call. They said to call you. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Um, I, that's the vendor hall. We're going to hit it at four once we finish this today. But yeah. you know, I, I love to talk about accessibility features, and one of my favorite that Apple's built in for me is the uh, the new magnifying yes. feature because i need that magnifying glass a lot all the time <laughs> yes it's wonderful but you're right they're really smart about figuring that out they and are w when we look at siri and alexa and all those things the same thing i i we live in a wonderful age where those that are that have handicaps whatever it be physical uh, mental whatever we are now reaching out and taking care of them so they're going to live an equitable life to what we right. do. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Really wonderful time to live. Yeah, it so. is. It's, it's an exciting time to be in technology. Um, yes. The change is happening so rapidly and impacting more people every day. Well, and it's really well, nice to know there are people like you that are making sure we're doing it right. So yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, and, 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 and helping the future generations. Right already have that as a part of their vernacular and their thought process and, and everything that they are learning, they are going to walk out of their, um, you know, they're going to, not only say walk out of their education, that's not what I mean, but you know, once they, once they leave their you know, K-12 environment, they walk out and if they've got that foundation, then anything they do, no matter what it is, whatever they do in life, they've got that rolling around in there. Right. And so if it turns out that they are directly involved with something to do with assistive technology, then yeah, they've got it. But even if it's something that it that from the outside doesn't appear to have anything to do with it, you, you just never know. Something right. may come up and they go, oh, wait, yeah, we actually were doing this in school and blah, 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 and here it was. And I just, I think it's awesome that that, that is part of the education that the students are getting. Yeah, absolutely. Really necessary. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. if our listeners want to reach out to you, what's yes. the best way to contact you? Uh, so best way to contact me is uh, just message me on Twitter. Okay. Uh, at Kindy Segovia is my 
Twitter handle, and uh, I'm on Twitter a lot. I love and do an amazing amount of learning and connecting on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. we do too. We love yeah. absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. You've been listening to a recorded conversation from EduTech Guys live coverage of FETC 2018. For more information about EduTech Guys, visit edutechguys.com. And thanks for listening.